welcome to another episode of the Zero Player Podcast. Uh, I'm joined here by my co-host Justin, otherwise known as Bojang, and I'm Patrick, also known as Suffer Madness. Uh, this episode uh, is gonna is it came out kind of late, but it's a it's a news. It's our like our first news edition, really. Um, we had we heard some news about the uh, Borderlands being a six month exclusive on Epic, and uh, we did an impromptu podcast, Justin and I, to get this information out to you guys as fast as we could. Um, it took. I was gonna originally. I was gonna add this on as a tail end uh, to the tail end of another podcast, and we were just gonna do it that way. Uh, but uh, we eventually decided that we weren't gonna do that. The the Stadia podcast that we did was running too long, so I'm just gonna release this as a mini sode. Sorry, this information came too late. We're gonna try to get better at getting these uh, smaller podcasts or smaller news drops out to you guys faster. Anyways, I hope you guys enjoy the episode. Hey guys! All right, we're gonna talk about um, we're gonna talk about the epic news that just came out. Just a, it was a few hours ago, uh, as of five ten Central Time uh, on April first. So a few hours ago, there was a Twitter ad that was showing a Borderlands like hype video, pretty much, uh, and in the bottom left of that, it had the Epic Store emblem on it. And so people obviously uh, chaos ensued and now people are, were questioning whether or what, what that emblem really meant. And so we've done some digging and seen a, f- a couple things here and there, and we're going to talk about it before we reveal the big news. So first thing is Borderlands three going to be an Epic exclusive. Uh, we think so. We think it's going to be. Yeah. And we found some stuff that kind of suggests that it may not confirm it right off the bat, but it definitely suggests that we're going to talk about this in a minute is Epic overextending with their exclusivity contracts and is bigger is Epic bigger than we thought. I certainly seem to think so. Yeah, it definitely seems like that right now that Epic is way bigger than we thought they were and that they've been evil scheming this for way longer than we originally thought or that we could, or that we comprehended at first. But before we get on all of that, we're going to talk about a couple of things on the brighter side. Um, well, uh, one of them is uh, <laughs> uh, uh-huh. Justin. You want to talk? You want to you tell them about tabs? Yeah. So I just want to throw this out there just to like put some sunshine in this uh, cloudy podcast. Uh, totally accurate battle simulator released today on Steam Early Access. Great timing with April Fools uh, by Landfall Games. Um, I really recommend this game. I think it's only like $15 right now on early access. Uh, if you like, uh, setting up battles and like choosing the the fights and doing like a kind of a tabletop thing, this game is for you. If you really liked the show, uh, I think it was called like ultimate warrior or something like that, where it was like a ninja versus a musketman or something like that. Like who would win? That's exactly what the that game is yeah. about. So I definitely recommend check it out. Um, so before before we move on to Borderlands, I want to kind of give a, a a disclaimer about Totally Accurate Battle Simulator. Okay, so before for people who haven't seen it at all, haven't seen anything about it, uh, it's not serious. Yeah, it's a very it's a very like laughable joking game that you can do like really cool things with. So before, before anybody like comes back at us with like, Oh, you said this was like deadliest warrior. It's not, it's, it's, it's got those mechanics, but it's, it's way less serious than maybe people would think by, by yeah. the description <laughs> we gave. Um, okay. So we're going to hop into borderlands and Epic real quick. Uh, we got a release date for borderlands. Uh, it's going to be, was it September 13th? Uh, which is a Friday, and uh, 
that is going to release exclusively on the Epic Store for six months, we think. Uh, we've we did some research here. Justin, I just did some research. He found uh, some. He found yeah. it was it. It was a tweet, right? It was just a suggestive tweet that said uh, they're going. That basically, it said it. it it was vague, but it's basically saying that they're going to be with Epic for six months before it releases anywhere else, which sucks. Uh, but I wanted the- to just throw these quotes out here because these tweets could be deleted. Yeah. Um, so Randy Pitchford, the like CEO of Gearbox, I guess. I'm not sure what his title is anymore. Um, 30 minutes ago, he tweeted three tweets, uh, which I think like, I linked from Reddit. Um, the key points from the three tweets are... He's, he says, uh, first tweet he said was just kind of a generic legal tweet. Second tweet, though, he said, as a customer, I'm happy to shop in different stores, blah, blah, blah. To me, exclusives are fine when they come with advantages and when they are short, say, six months. Smiley face. <laughs> so that's our first major clue that he's saying, hey, this is fine. Exclusives are okay. Uh, as long as there's a reason for it and it's not forever. So that confirms the, the timeline. And then the second tweet that really confirms what we're talking about um, is when he says, we believe multi-platform support is a prerequisite and Epic's leadership with cross-platform support is helpful to our interest there. That's a very subtle way of saying Epic has... Uh, endorsed this exclusive deal, um, enticed us with some tools that we can kind of, you know, like, let's be real. Like, Borderlands 1 and 2 released on Steam just fine. The multiplayer works just fine. So saying that, oh, well, Epic's given us tools to to do cross-platform support, and that's why we're... We ju- no, that's all just bullshit to kind of ease the pain of this. Really, it's just the fucking cash. Uh, the other aspect to um, Epic and their relationship with Gearbox and 2K and Borderlands is that, uh, according to Wikipedia, you know that that being a source, it's kind of iffy, but uh, Borderlands 2 uses a heavily modified Unreal Engine 3, um, which is very common. That's kind of part of the reason why Epic is already deeply rooted into the gaming community is because of the Unreal Engine. Lots of games use it. Um, so Gearbox is already using licensed Epic technology. Right. So if, if this does come out that it's not an Epic exclusive and that we were all kind of led astray, that would be one reason why we saw the Epic symbol is because they're already using the engine and lots of games have little trademark symbols saying, Oh, you know, we used, a uh, what's called like Brink or Blink um, video technology. A lot of games use that. Throw that symbol in there. You know, we use this engine. Throw that symbol in there. So that could also be a possibility. Yeah, that uh, that was that was when I was doing my research. I saw that quite a bit. That maybe it was just because of the Unreal Engine three, or maybe it's just because of this or that. But as we've laid out in this research, <laughs> it's yeah. it's pretty obvious that it's going to be a six month exclusive on Epic. Um, but that's okay. That just means I'm going to play Borderlands three, six months after it comes out. That's okay. I'm okay with that. And <laughs> we, and when we eventually get the game of the year edition in 2020, that'll release on steam too. And I'll play it there. Uh, I'm not, I, I'm not a proponent to give Epic my money. 
Uh, we talked about this on the second episode. We just kind of talked about the too many launchers thing. Uh, and yeah, the way he, the way the, the way he kind of phrased it, um, the guy who tweeted about the Epic thing, what was his name again? Uh, Randy Pitchford. Oh yeah. So the way that he had described it was that like just going to another store, but it's, it's more, it's different than that. And you can hear that. You can hear that on the, uh, on the last episode we did, but anyway, I wanted to get into the next thing. We're going to talk about two questions and I'm going to provide, I'm going to give my opinion on this first question uh, first, and then I'm going to hand it over to Justin. So is Epic overextending in spending all this money to get exclusivity deals on these games? So Justin and I talked about this a couple of weeks ago and it was different then because they had, Basically, they had Metro, and they had uh, uh, what was the other game? The space one. Uh, Outward. Yeah, that's right. Um, so they had those two games, which was cause for concern, but not alarm. Uh, Borderlands Three is cause for red alert. Like they are spending so much money to get these games exclusive on the Epic Store, it's kind of insane. And with that. They kind of, uh, or what we saw scrolling through Reddit and doing some uh, research earlier, we saw that it was it could be possible that uh, Gearbox kind of released that Twitter ad uh, with the with the intent to ensue chaos to kind of like get a bigger check out of Epic because maybe they saw that they were their their loyal fans were kind of would kind of revolt and be kind of angry or you know hold this against them that they are going to be on Epic for six months. Uh, and that they they were going to want a bigger check out of it, which Epic is going to 100% deliver. They're going to give that check to Borderlands 3 because all this stuff is already out there. They're Without a doubt, they're giving this check to Gearbox to make sure that, that or to 2K, I guess, that Borderlands is going to be on the Epic Store for six months exclusively. So are they overextending? What do you think? Yeah, I totally agree. Um, and we've talked about this before, I think, maybe in private, but so there's, there's a couple of factors here. 2k or excuse me. Um, Epic is sort of financed by 10 cent games, which, uh, just for those of you out there who are uninitiated, 10 cent owns league of legends. So I don't know how big of a stake 10 cent owns in Epic. I doubt it's more than 40%. I'm pretty sure Epic's going to always want majority share in their company. Yeah, but um, anything but anything more than twenty percent is like way too much in a massive company like that, dude. And the scary thought is, I bet you Tencent owns like, I I haven't had to do research on it, but I bet you Tencent owns a huge chunk. Ugh. Um, they're, no, they're no wonder why people just hate Epic. It's just like it's just deep seated, and like every 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 company, every person that is sur- that surrounds Epic, it's just like they just cause for trouble. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. And that's if you go on if you go through the social media if you see what people are saying you know you'll you'll get these you'll always get the, the apologists that are like oh big deal why why does it matter what what's the what's the ethical reason for not wanting the store and like that's actually a big part of it not wanting to support tencent tencent is a gigantic kind of free-to-play giant in china and right. they're starting to reach into the western market and we just like gamers just don't want to support that company like I uh, I actually enjoyed League of Legends back in the beta a decade ago, um, and then the shop came out, 
um, and they they showed like the pricing, like their and their their scheme for making money, and I was just instantly turned off. I was like, screw this! Like this is ridiculous! Like how they incentivize the game, and so I can see that influence reaching more games with more studios signing on with the Epic uh, launcher. So there's there's the Tencent aspect, and then there's the other side to it where Fortnite making Epic, you know, buku bucks, so they have so much capital right now. They are literally able to just throw millions at uh, publishers to get these deals. Right. And like, this is not a sustainable business model. Um, they could do. They could keep this up for all 2019. I have no doubt in my mind. Yeah. But meanwhile, they're spending all this money on just buying the rights to games, which aren't even like exclusive forever. They're like temporary license deals um they're they're banking on gamers not being able to live up to their word and yeah that's that's worked in the past but meanwhile steam is just there trucking along the dominant user base still adding features still doing things like steam workshop adding on some virtual reality uh, development tools just things left and right to entice developers to go over there and it's like at the end of the day especially if you're like an uh, an indie developer and you're like, well, I can either publish on the Epic store and get more money, which I'm sure will work for a lot of developers, or there's going to be guys that are going to be like, no, dude, I need, I need the Steam multiplayer framework to make my game, or I need Steam Workshop in my game in order for it to be successful. They're still yeah. going to go to Steam, even right. with that money. And you, you tied it in really well, the overextending aspect of this. is like, it's this business model, you're right, is not not sustainable. They cannot just keep shelling out these massive checks to get these games exclusive to the Epic Game Store for six months. They got Outer Worlds for a year. They have Metro for whoever knows how long. I think it eventually will come on Steam, but for the time, mm-hmm. for the indefinite time being, it's on the Epic Store. But they've gotten like Borderlands three is a large game. It's not like it's not as big as Call of Duty and all and the mainstream games, but it's up there. It's massive. That is a huge game. It has a huge following. That I can only imagine the cast are shelling out for that is going to make a, a decent dent in their in their overall wallet. It'll be enough to where they'll this will probably be the, I think this might be the last game we see for for a few months. Just because it's gonna be, it's so expensive for them. I, I can't imagine that this is this isn't gonna be way too much money for them. Not too much, I guess. Not that the, not that they can't afford it, of course, but that they're going to put themselves in a, in a bad situation. And if they have stuff already set, if they already have plans set up for for the future about buying games, getting exclusivity contracts, they've put themselves. I think they may have put themselves in a bad hole with focusing hard on Borderlands three. Cause they're, I guarantee they spent so much money. I know I've said it a bunch of times already, but I can't like get this point out there enough. I think they're overextending. Now that leads me to my next question. And I'm just going to ask you straight up is Epic bigger than we thought or that we still think. I definitely think they're, they're bigger than I thought. Uh, I would have not been able to predict this. Um, you know, like when the Metro three thing news came out, I was like, it, I want to, you know, draw this back to that classic, uh, like kind of parable, you know, when they, when they came for the Bolsheviks, I said nothing like, that's what this is like. It's like, <laughs> right. uh, when they, when they came for Metro three, 
I was like, whatever, I'm not a huge Metro fan. I think it's a cool series. Um, I definitely like the setting, but just never was my cup of tea. So I yeah. didn't really care. Then they came for, um, I think, some indie game that was like a XCOM kind of a remake or like a sort of spiritual successor. Again, wasn't even really uh, following that game, so didn't really phase me. Then they came for the Outer Worlds. And that was probably my most hyped game of 2019. So that cut me deep. And now Borderlands 3. And I, so I would never have been able to predict this. So at this point, I'm like, I really don't know how big Epic is. Like it's, they are, it's hard. It's hard to like, it's hard to comprehend or even see with, with what they just pulled. I mean, is it all an elaborate scheme to just swing just swing a large dick around and and yeah. let everybody know who's boss now because like if that's the case then like like you did it we get it you're you're a big gaming company now can, can we have borderlands back please like i don't yeah. know <laughs> i just don't know i don't know how big they are i have theories on how big they could get with certain tweaks and we can talk about that at a later date uh you and i have already kind of talked about that in private uh but i don't I don't like where it's going if they can somehow like, I don't know. It's, it's so hard to, it's hard to, it's hard to grasp. It's hard to see. It hurts my brain to think about. It hurts my heart to see these games, like just take the money and go over there. Like, I don't like, is that just the, is that just what the gaming market is now? Like I get it, like appeal to the casual gamer. Like we can, we can bitch about that all we want, but is it really gotten to the point where it's just like straight money only, especially for a game franchise as big as Borderlands, you would think that they'd have a little bit more, a little bit more, uh, yeah. Loyalty to the customers that have been with them through this. Like I could tell you, like I Borderlands one, the opening sequence, the song for that was ain't no rest for the wicked by cage. The elephant. It's one of my favorite songs of all time. I first heard it in the opening sequence for that. When that game had first come out, that was the first time I heard that song, and I still love that band. I have so much of their music on my phone. I just, I kind of feel betrayed. Like, if I could list out all the games that were going to come out in 2019 and pick which ones were going to be on the Epic Game Store, Borderlands would have been so low on my list. It just hurts. It hurts to see it on there, and I don't know what I'm going to do. Well, I know exactly what I'm going to do. I'm just going to wait six months to play it on Steam. But like, I, I, why do I have to do that? Why, why is this a thing? It just sucks. And like, I'm not going to give in to the pressure of Epic by getting games that we want. I'm not going to give in to that crappy company, and I'm not going to give in to the companies backing them. You know that? Yeah. Yeah. It's just rough. It it sucks to see. And I, I don't, and I don't know where the conversation about Epic goes from here. I think it's almost now like a sit back wait and see type of thing what do you think yeah it's you know my hope is that you know these games come out like we're we're talking this is like a long-term kind of uh, investment in this story but with these games come out metro 3 releases outer worlds releases borderland 3 3 releases and it's going to be a numbers thing these the, the publishers are gonna some of these publishers are waiting they're like hey we might take a deal with epic we might. Right. So they're going to wait and see how these games release. And my hope is that they will release, have drastically less numbers 
than they predicted. They're going to look at their previous releases. That's the good thing. Is like Metro 3, they can compare to Metro 2. Borderlands right. 3, they're going to compare to Borderlands 2. Right. Uh, the Outer Worlds, that one's a little riskier, but that game's not going to be very popular to begin with. That's like, uh, you know, only people who are like hardcore Fallout fans are going to be like looking to play this game. Yeah. Um, so they're going to have metrics to compare and see was it worth it to take the initial capital instead of building our player base on a better platform. Yeah. And my hope is that the developers or publishers are going to see this year that it is not worth it to jump on the Epic uh, ship for an increase in capital instead of getting that long-term player-based development through Steam. And then 2020, you won't see this stuff because they, they would have learned their lesson in 2019. And that, that may very well be the case. Um, but until then, this really is just like a wait-and-see type of deal for everybody involved, consumers, producers, developers. So... We'll, uh, we'll see how it goes. Hey guys, thanks for listening to the, the mini-sode. I know it's a different format than what you're probably used to and probably what we'll, uh, what we will keep producing and putting out there. Uh, but you know, we're still learning. This is, this would be a third episode. Um, anyways, so check out, uh, check out the YouTube channel. These podcasts are both going to go up on there for people who don't have, uh, access to the other podcast, uh, platforms or for people who just kind of like to, uh, uh, have a visual to it. It's really just the emblem, but anyways, um, we're going to have another episode come out here very shortly. We did a we did about a 40-minute podcast on the Google Stadia. I'm going to edit that the next couple of days, and then I'm going to drop that here short uh, shortly. Uh, and then we're going to do our big Mod Pod extravaganza. Uh, we're just going to deep dive into mods and modding and all kinds of great stuff. It's going to be so much fun, and I can't wait to put it out. I can't wait for you guys to hear it. Uh, we're going to record that next weekend um and uh hopefully put that out really soon there's gonna be two parts to that at least there's gonna be two parts about it now anyways guys thanks for listening